Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. Well, thank you there, uh, Professor Medley. Thank you, Gerald. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and iguanas and uh, lizards, I guess. <laughs> anybody, anybody within the sound of our voice, thank you for listening. This is the Mothership Show of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. A full two hours of hopefully a little bit of information, a little bit of silliness, and a little bit of I don't know what the Sam hell we're going to (laughs) do. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I am John Shannon. And from Queens, New York, back in the palatial spacious glowing in the sunshine Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York it is Mr. Ed Van Ness good morning sir good morning kids and kittens it is, uh, it's been a week it's good to be back behind the microphone and not just a brief glance off the bow of the ship off the phone, uh, we trust you've had a wonderful week. Uh, here in NYC, we had three, count them, three days of rain. Uh, but we're into fall weather now. We're not going to hit 60 degrees today. Approximately 47, 48 degrees outside outside the tower. Now, that's on the ground floor. Now, you get up to about the 315th floor, it's a bit cooler. But anyway, uh, glad you're with us here. I hope you uh, enjoyed Listening to John during the week uh, on Monday and Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time here on the Radio TFI network of stations or station of networks. And uh, that's all I got. See ya! Yeah, see you later. Back of being alone again. (laughs) Bye-bye. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it wasn't this last week didn't exactly go according according to oil, of course. It didn't. uh, it didn't. Oh, oh man. Oh, do tell. Do tell. Well, Jesus, was this Monday? Yeah, it, I think it was Monday when we had a baby Oliver uh, invasion. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. I was actually, I was watching when that happened. That's oh, baby, baby Oliver came in and he 
decided he was not happy with the production cake and ripping knocked us off the air. Not to that. We, uh, and for those and for those poor oh. live listeners on RadioTFI.com. Oh my goodness! We up to them for for whatever reason. Oh no! Oh no! Tell us the reason, John. Well, you know, okay, so there was two reasons. On Monday, I didn't have the proper information from one Mr. Ed Van Ness oh, to log in. Oh, no, 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 no. Stop right there. Now, explain to us the difference between a colon and a semicolon, John. That was, thir- that was Thursday's problem. Monday's problem was the, was the uh, fact that I didn't have the correct password. Yeah, well, and that wasn't my fault either. I gave you the password last week. Okay, I'll, I'll have to take your word for it, oh, my memory. Oh, and you will. You will. <laughs> so, I, 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 so, anyways, everything was back to back to come uh, to semi-normal. Come Monday again, everything sh- will have a brand new set of problems, and uh, we'll be kind of going down that road uh, <laughs> there, uh, there once again. But... I enjoyed it. I miss, you know, I miss having you there. You know, it's, it's kind of nice to be able to get things off my chest. Aww. Yeah, but uh, it's also nice to know I can finish a point without being interrupted through the point, too. But <laughs> Good in the bed. Good in the bed. Can't have it all. Can't have it all. Oh, yeah. Of course I can. So... Before we get going, let's, uh, let's check in down on Wall Street with the uh, Radio TFI... Stock ticker, what do you say? And then we'll we'll get this shebang going. From the Radio TFI Market Watch, Uber uh, closed this week at $33.72, down $3.55 from last week. Lyft, meanwhile, closed at $25.53, down $2.27 from last week. Gravity is taking hold. That's your Radio TFI Market Watch for this week. Oh, wait. <laughs> kind of see it going, just kind of like the coyote going down into the canyon. Yikes. <laughs> oh, well, so while we're on the, while we're on the uh, subject of uh, Uber and Lyft there briefly, I don't know if you uh, caught it, but... Um, during the during the week, I was uh, watching uh, Soul Cab uh, talk to a couple of other people, and it was pointed out that uh, uh, Dara the K's uh, um, Twitter account uh, went private. Right, I saw that. I saw I saw you texting about it. I saw Alec texting. I saw a couple of people uh, tweeting about it. I should say. Uh huh, and I thought. This is this is weird, and then of course you know my my mind starts to wonder. Hey, I wonder if what's just just what's going on here. Then I got to thinking, wow, is Dara the K going to uh, take that uh, golden parachute deal? And he's uh, kind of sneaking out the back door type thing. Well, turns out the uh, turns out everything was for naught because his. Uh, Twitter feed is uh, back up and running, no longer private. Well, well, I'm sure he got tired of people like, say, uh, well, I don't know, you and me and, you know, 
every cab driver in the world with a Twitter account, you know, sending him various and sundry messages and tweets and memes and and all that. Uh, I mean, deservedly so. Don't don't misunderstand me. But I'm sure he just wanted to, you know, all he wants is the positive stuff from people he approves to. Look, a lot of people, especially celebrities, have accounts like that that are locked. Uh, yeah. And you have to be invited into. So uh, I, I wasn't, I, I'll be quite honest with you, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised. I, I was, you know, look, anyway, it, it's of no importance to me. Not like he responds to what drivers say to him or anything like that because we all know how well, that's true and it's, and it's funny I, I put out just an impromptu not really a poll but just a, does anybody really care uh about that and i got a very a couple of very quick no responses even one uh, from the illustrious um, miss christine hubbard who definitely doesn't give a damn no. about what it's 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 interesting. I, I'm glad you brought up Christine because we need to send the uh, the the Royal Canadian Mounted Police out with a rescue team because apparently she's stuck in the cold somewhere, waiting for her daughter's soccer practice to end. <laughs> oh no! She didn't want to run. She put a tweet out. She didn't want to run the car. She can't go inside because of COVID restrictions. <laughs> oh, the no. poor thing. <laughs> Well, was, just uh, like you said to me, I've lived in Minnesota my whole uh, my whole freaking life. She's lived in uh, she's lived in Toronto her whole life. She should know. Wait, wait, it wait. Gets old. Wait. She is the queen of all hacks. Okay, you are right. just you are just a mere pee on a subject. Okay, you need yeah. to suck it up. She does not. Oh, okay. Okay, she's entitled oh. to. She's given birth twice. All right. She's, yes. enti- she's entitled to a warm car. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. All right. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go pick up that fur coat for her here. Wait a minute, why should I think about this? She's married. Let her That's husband you. pick up that fur coat. The, the wonderful Nick. We, uh, we, we, oh, that is, is that his name? You know, I... That is his name. I believe that's his name. Nick. We. Uh, uh, sure. I might be confusing him with some other... With somebody else, you too, might. Now be. That hey, before we get before we before we get deep into anything else, uh, I do want to talk about COVID and the workplace because now that I'm back to work, I'm experiencing it. And if you folks will indulge me for uh, for a few moments here, I want to kind of explain what it is we're going through at at my job now. I'm back to work, been back to work for, well, this is this was the end of the second week. Um, as you all know, I'm a driver in the film and entertainment industry now. I won't go into any more specifics about what show I'm on or where we're, we, we are prohibited from talking about that stuff. But I can talk about, uh, because this is industry-wide, what's going on as far as protecting everybody with COVID or from COVID, I should say. So it starts out, you get a COVID test. And this I did two weeks ago. Once I got, you know, they called me and said, okay, you're going back to work. 
So everybody in the production, and that's everybody. From the executive producers all the way down, everybody gets a COVID test. Once you've cleared that test, and the first one was the throat swab, which was, that's a bunt, it's a piece of cake. So once you've cleared, they give you this little badge with a QR code on it with all your information. Uh, Last week, we had to go out to the stage one day, the stage we'll be eventually working out of. You can't enter the stage without getting temperature checked. And every day you also have to answer a wellness check. I just did mine before we uh, went on the air. It's about six questions they send through email. Uh, You know, have you been in contact with anybody with COVID? Have you been to a state, you know, that's on the the list? Go ahead, John. You got something? No, no. no. Oh, you you look like you wanted to say something. Um, And you can... Even where we are now on location, we have what's known as base camp. It's not the actual set. The set may be blocks away, uh, but it's where everything is is done out of. This is standard long before COVID. But now, as soon as you step into base camp, you have to check in. And no matter where you are, the stage or base camp, once you check in, they do the temperature check and they you know they check you in the system. They check you into the system. You get a little wristband for that day. So that they, you know, people can tell you've been checked. Face coverings, mandatory. Mandatory. There is no, unless you're eating, you know, or by yourself in a car or a truck. But if you're near anybody else, you are wearing a face mask. Period. End of story. They hand them out. Uh, There's no excuse. Matter of fact, I wore mine last week out to the stage. And they said, oh, that's a nice mess, but you can't wear it here. You have to wear one of ours, the uh, the KN95s. Okay, great. Yeah, you know, they're providing them. Uh, where part of every production to move people around are a small fleet of vans, 15-passenger vans, which I've driven on more than one occasion. You're moving cast and crew around. And it is not unusual, especially with a bigger production, uh, to have 10, 12 people in that vehicle, even up to 15. Those days are gone. Four people max in the van. And they have to be spread out one per row. Nobody sits in the front seat with the drivers anymore. Uh, all the vans have a, a plastic partition so that the driver's not actually interacting with, with the rest of the people. It is taken very seriously. Uh we had to shut down early one day this week and rumors were rampant things were everybody thought it was a covid reason turned out it really wasn't uh but like i kept saying to people look it's you know we went back to work the next day i said look at the bright side if somebody had tested positive we'd be shut down for weeks you know and they've done it i already know of at least one production that got shut down uh, for two weeks because of one positive test. So I can tell you this much. It is taken very seriously. Uh, your fresh content on Netflix and Hulu and wherever you get your fresh content, I promise you it will be COVID-free because I'm part of it. So uh, I, I just wanted to share all that. Uh, just uh, 
it's it's the new world we live in it most certainly is the new world uh and it's not horrible i mean you wear the mask all day uh i mean obviously if you're by yourself you go into the men's room you're in your car you're in the truck by yourself you can take it off you don't have you know but once you're around somebody else you uh so, you know, it, it's funny. You know what, what that's called? What's that called? That's called common sense. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one other thing that the productions have done. They have rented these cleaning stations. They are portable sinks spread all across the set and all, wherever we're working. They're spread all around so people can wash their hands any time they want. They have you by the same people that bring you uh, the porta potties. Uh, yeah, actually, they are. Actually, they are. Yeah, uh, I've seen them around here too. Yeah. So, and again, the production is handing out hand sanitizer if you want it. You know, there's no excuse. Uh, they're investing more money into the COVID precautions. But at least the productions are now back up and running, and that's a lot of people back to work. It's a lot of, including yours truly, and uh, I had I actually had to show up someplace five days in a row this week. I wore real clothes, real pants, five days in a row. My system can't handle that. Yeah, well, think of the alternative. I wore shoes for five days. Are you kidding me? You, oh. you got to ease a guy into this stuff. You can't just. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. I feel sorry for you. You should. You should. It's all about me, and we all know that. Let's let's make no mistake about that. None whatsoever. I, I, before, I, before I say this, I have to make sure there, because it's been a while for you. Do we have our phone lines up and running? Yes. We do. Okay, just yes. wanted to double check. Seven five four eight zero zero chat. Seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. You know, you 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 don't do something for a a week or so and you just kinda forget little things. But I it, understand. Oh. What do you think this is? The night show? Well, hey, you for yeah, you've forgotten to put the phone out phone line up a couple of times during the night show as I remember. So. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm no longer on the night show. Oh, I know. That, right? That's a John Shannon production. Uh oh. anyway, so where are we gonna start today? Or have we started? Well, I think we probably already started. All right. Uh, let me let me uh bring up the fact that uh Twitter is finally basically telling uh, these people that are spreading their BS uh, uh, on their platform, hey, you don't knock it off, you're getting put in Twitter jail until you take your crap down. And now and now they're all pissy about it. Supposedly the Republicans are are mad because they're not letting that store that's uh, that supposed story about um, uh, was it about Hunter Biden and a connection to uh, it's it's Russia, I believe it is. Oh, I just I've got it. I've got an interesting bit that I want to read about that once once we get that Hunter Biden dropping off three laptops. It is 
it, it lays out the absurdity of that story. And it, it's very interesting, but, you know, in time. Well, apparently the, the, the story was ran by the New York Post, which is, uh, for all intents and purposes, a, a tabloid. Founded by Alexander Hamilton, by the way. Still a tabloid. <laughs> <laughs> they had to have garbage reading back then, too. <laughs> Yeah, we don't talk. We don't. It could as well just have been ran by the National Enquirer, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, so, anyways, uh, uh, who was the first one? Oh, it was uh, the um, the uh, Secretary Barbie, as you like to call her, Kaylee McEnany. Press Secretary Barbie, if you Press Secretary Barbie. Pardon me. She had her. She put it out on her. She I put the link out there on her personal uh, Twitter account, and Twitter put the smackoff down on her. Put her right. in, in uh, right. Twitter jail. And then who was it? There was one other individual that uh, had their Twitter account. Uh, okay. By the way, here here you go. Here's what 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 Kaylee uh, McEnany put out on Twitter. Twitter is against us. The media is against us. Big tech is against us. The swamp is against us. The deep state is against us. The Hollywood elite is against us. China is against us. But President Trump has the working man and woman, and nothing can beat that. Uh, by the way, I, I get this from uh, Keith Olbermann replied to that. He said, you left out reality, logic, intelligence, honesty, and science. They're also against you, clown. I love Keith Olbermann. Yes. Yes, indeed. It's much better when he's talking politics and then when he's trying to protect dogs. By the way, Keith Olbermann, every weekday at 5 p.m. is on YouTube Live. He's doing a commentary every day uh, through the election. And it's been back on for about a, a matter of fact, since I went back to work. And uh, I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. It's uh, just look up Keith Olbermann, the worst person in the world. That's the name of the channel, the worst person in the world. There you go. Uh, I just have one one comment about anybody, including hey, and you you even pointed this out to me because I spent uh, I spent a little bit of time, twelve hours in Twitter jail myself. Yeah, Remember you that? Did. Yeah, you, you did. Spent some time in, you spent a little time in Twitter jail. I didn't do it. They couldn't prove it. I was out of town that weekend. They never found the fingerprints. The glove didn't fit. I'm I'm innocent, I tell you. You'll never take me alive, okay. you dirty screws. Top of the world, Ma! Top of the world! I'm done. Look, I, I, I think... That, are, are you done? Well... I, you pointed it out to me, and I told you you were full of crap at the time. But, uh, but you, yeah, maybe you're right. Oh, what do you know? This is Twitter's game. Yeah, you're, you're not paying anything for this particular service. This is a free service to which you can go out and pretty much spout any opinion, mm -hmm. put anything you like. That's right. You can. You can put pictures up there of puppies and kitties. That's right. You can you can 
put pictures up there of your naked grandmother for crying out loud. Ew. Yeah, well, uh, they no, actually, that, no, actually, you can't. Well, you could. Yeah, yeah, you can. Ew, my nana's been dead for about 40 years now. Oh, man. Same here. Oh, Thanks. Thanks for putting that image in my head. Ew. You're welcome. God. You're welcome. My poor nana. But you can do put... There is so little censorship on on Twitter to speak of. But they have just a few, just a few little rules. And they are not going to let you spread unproven garbage uh, that could twist the result of an election. By the way, I, I generally agree with what you're saying, but here's what we don't know. And I have so many people that I follow that I don't see their tweets. We don't know that Twitter is not censoring people and just not telling us they're doing it. I, f- I find a lot of people that I follow, I just don't. And I go and I check their account, and they're, they're tweeting every day, but yet it's not coming through to me. And I don't have any... Many people follow? I don't know, a couple of hundred. I, I honestly don't uh, know. You'd be surprised, you know, cause unless you spend your entire freaking life on Twitter... And now, welcome to my world, because I follow nearly 2,000 people. Well, you're a mensch. What can I say? And you're just not going to see everybody. And and the other thing is, too, if you have a lot of followers, you know, not everybody is going to see everything you tweet at any one time. All you can do... But what's the point is, of what's the point of following if I'm not going to see what they put out? Do a notification. Go directly to their page. If you really want well, to see yes. what that particular person is tweeting, go directly and see what they're tweeting. That's you know, that's all you really got to do. John, I mean, John, that's an option. It's not a solution. It's not an answer to the question. I know what my options are. I'm wondering why I don't see them. Why somebody that, that tweets every day that I'm interested in why it's not showing up on my timeline. You have you have tweet deck like I do, right? I do. But I only use it for show related stuff. So tweet deck is probably as best I can tell. Tweet deck puts up everything that everybody tweets. Right, I you're right. You're right. And if I were to sit and stare at TweetDeck right now with the... <laughs> they fly now, by. They fly oh, by. It's, like watching, a, it's what, like watching a slot machine reel. <laughs> by the way, TweetDeck is now owned by Twitter. Oh, yeah. has been for a while. Yeah, yeah. For those of you uh, wondering, or those of you not wondering. But now you know. Now you know. The rest of the story. Thank you, Paul Harvey. Is he, he must be dead by now. Oh, yeah. He's long since gone. Okay. I'd almost, I'd almost have to say at least 15 years, if not a little more. Stop it now. Now you're just being silly. Ask the Google. Well, that's what I'm going to do. You keep talking. I'll ask the Google. Ah, uh, well, he never wants to believe me when I tell him things. Well, you've come up with uh, uh Says he's still alive, and he's right behind you! <laughs> 
February twenty February twenty eighth, two thousand and nine. He uh he moved on for the rest of the story. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, so it was eleven years. Okay. Yeah, right. I know he's been gone for I used to love listening listening, even when I was a little yeah. kid. He just had that voice. Yeah, I I never heard him until I moved to South Florida. I, I just I guess he just didn't play here in New York. I don't know. I never heard it, but uh, uh-huh. but I started to hear him. Uh, and I got to tell you what, there. I, I mean, that voice would just get you, just dra- draw you right in. And yep. this this is the guy you want to. That's the voice you want to listen to, as they're putting you under the uh, anesthesia. Oh, oh, well that. And you're just, it, it, it's like that shot of morphine. Boy, that feels nice. I feel there's going to be no harm to this. This is, I'm on the big white puffy cloud. Keep talking to me, Uncle Paul. Keep talking. This is Paul Harvey. Good day. <laughs> I was a horrible, horrible Paul Harvey. You, invitation, you are yeah. not wrong about that, sir. You, uh... uh if you were any more uh, right, it would hurt. It would hurt. So, uh, anyways, what do you what do you, what do you think about uh, what do you think there about uh, Mrs. Shannon's baby boy? There, I'm actually thinking about renaming those two those two days. <laughs> hey, hey, you 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 you've shown that picture before. That's not the first time we've seen that photo. Uh, it's a cute photo. Uh, you have a lovely buttocks, but no, 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 no. The name remains the taxi stand hour. Period. End of story. End of story. If you think Baby Oliver went went berserk, <clears throat> excuse me, on a rampage, did his best Godzilla thing the other day. Well, wait do you see me if you try to? Uh, uh, I ain't worried about you. It's the mouse I'm worried about. Well, I would, I would be very, very, very concerned, very, very concerned. So, uh, you know, somebody that saw that picture actually, uh, actually uh, come up and told me that uh, they found it ironic that there's my mother uh, on the floor with me with a cigarette in her hand. Yeah, well, th- those were the days, man. Oops. Oops, that's... What are you uh, doing? Oh, I was looking at something, and I got a little ahead of myself there. It's okay. Right, I see that. It's okay. We're fine. We're doing You are, are? Are we? We're as good as we're going to be. We we're as good as we're okay. going to be. So how much of the um, how much of the non-debate did you get a chance to pay attention to? I know you were, you were working when they were actually doing it. Right. I did get to see... Oh, about the first 10 minutes of the Trump rampage uh, before I had to move on. Uh, I didn't get to see any of the Biden. Uh, Trump's an idiot. I mean, just through and through. I've The one thing I grabbed onto was at one point, you know, for as much as he goes on about fake meat, fake news and, the, you know, the mainstream media, they lie, blah, blah, blah. At one point, as Savannah Guthrie was, was asking him about it was either QAnon or the uh, white supremacist thing, but he said to her, "Check the news. It's all over the news. That's where I get my." Wait a second, Donnie. 
is it fake or is it only fake because you want it to be fake and it's real when you need it and again i didn't see the whole thing i'm gonna have to find it and watch watch it all the way through but you know if you're not aware savannah guthrie is a is an attorney and uh she is a litigator and i thought she was doing very well to hold his feet to the fire you know while still being respectful um I, I thought she was doing a great job, and I'd like to see the full thing now because, you know, let's face it. Do we expect anything less than a lie fest? Uh, no. No. And did, did it change anybody's minds? No. The, the people that are going to vote for him are going to vote for him. There's a very few people out there who's who are undecided at this point. Uh, no, absolutely. You know, and... That's why I think at this point in time when it comes, I've tried to chill on the memes I'm sending on Facebook at this point in time. I'm trying to uh, wind things down a little bit, if you will. You know, no, but nothing I'm going to say is going to change uh, anybody else's mind. Nobody, anybody else says is going to change my mind at this point in time. No, but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't mean we still can't expose things like, uh, oh, like the hypocrisy of this little statement nobody even knows who the hell they are did you ever hear does anybody know a middleman would like to meet it's biden's son it's hunter oh it's hunter i'll bet you hunter is a middleman he's he's collecting he's like a vacuum cleaner he follows his father around collecting what a disgrace it's a crime family you want to know something it's a crime family he's following his father hunter biden is a middleman Oh, that's wild. No, these people are amazing. These middlemen, you're right. Hunter made no money until his father became vice president, and now he's like a vacuum cleaner. His father goes to Germany, Hunter's right there. Hey, give me a couple of million. Not a couple of million, a hell of a lot more than a couple of million. That's a shame. I'll tell you what, it's an organized crime family as far as I'm concerned. Gee, Donnie, let's talk about organized crime families and, and, and kids following... Yeah. Uh, sucking up to the old man just because uh, there's money involved. It, it is true when they talk about him projecting. There's nothing he just said that couldn't be applied to his own kids. Absolutely. And by the way, our uh, our hearts go out to poor Baron Trump. Apparently he contracted the COVID as well. So, yeah. so there, you know, we, we, we hope he gets well, and once again, you, you blow the piece of crap. You gave it to your kid. You gave it to your kid. Anyway. Yeah, you know, fortunately, uh, uh, the kid is, you know, he's, a, he's 14 years old. He's strong. You know, eight, he, he's eight feet tall. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, boy, did he grow. Yeah. I mean, just on a side right. note here. He's he's easily six six now, easily six six, and uh, just wait till he starts filling out. He's going to be a beast. Uh, he's going to be a beast. Uh, I hope he gets big enough at some point in time to be able to body slam his old man. Yeah, well, sometimes it doesn't matter how big you are physically. Let's not go there. <laughs> so I got one one more I want to play in this vein, and you probably heard about the uh, the Fauci ad where they they took Dr. Fauci's words out of context. 
Right. Okay. Okay. Here he is talking to Jake Tapper on CNN about that a couple days ago. I, I do have to ask you about this Trump campaign advertisement where you're on camera saying, quote, I can't imagine that anybody could be doing more. You quickly came out with a statement that noted that that sentence had been taken out of context. You were talking about the whole of government response, not President Trump. And of course, you've never endorsed a presidential candidate in your five decades of public service. Should the Trump campaign take this ad down? You know, I think so, Jake. I think it's really unfortunate and really disappointing that they did that. It's so clear that I'm not a political person. And I have never either directly or indirectly endorsed a political candidate. And to take a completely out of context statement and put it in, which is obviously a political campaign ad, I, I thought was really very disappointing. What would you say if uh, I told you I heard that the Trump campaign was actually preparing to do another ad featuring you? You know, that would be terrible. I mean, that would be outrageous if they do that. Um, in fact, that might actually come back to backfire on them. I, I hope they don't do that because that would be kind of playing a game that we don't want to play. Uh, so I, I hope they reconsider that. If, in fact, they are indeed considering doing that, I hope that they reconsider and not do that. I wish I could be. That, that is Dr. Fauci outraged. I'm not that calm when I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way the trump trump uh campaign has already said they're, they're going to do it again they're not taking down the first one and uh and they're going to do it again i, I mean it and it's so unfortunate because now what that puts out to the to the base is uh well look fauci's supporting them and fauci fauci doesn't support anybody you know he he doesn't I'm sure Fauci's not going to shed a tear when Trump is gone, but uh, he doesn't publicly come out and, you know. And it's unfortunate. And this is Trump just because Fauci got the spotlight for a good long time there, and Trump hates it when anybody else gets the spotlight. So, Well, right, exactly. Well, what are you going to do? I'm, I, I just, I'm so looking forward to this election now I'm like everybody else I, I fully understand that just because uh, the election actually ends let's put it that way it ends on November 3rd because people well, voting are, voting ends voting ends voting well that's what I mean I understand what you mean and, and I just am, am so hoping that this is this is a Biden landslide and we don't have to go through a month worth of uh, of all this litigation and all this right. but, other garbage. It's, but you know what? It, it, it doesn't matter. Because even if Biden wins by one electoral vote, okay, he is still yeah. the winner. They can litigate all they want. Trump doesn't seem to understand he will not be president on January 20th. Fine, Nancy Pelosi becomes president. Your term ends. Your term ends. This is not, well, you get to stay in power while we litigate this. No, 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 buddy. You got to go into the uh, parlor car with everybody else on the Amtrak Express. Go join Joe there in the bar car and wait it out like everybody else. So, uh, you know, look, we understand the game he's playing. He, he's looking for every opportunity. And I, I'm 
I'm really starting to believe that come, uh, let's see, November 3rd. I'm going to say somewhere by November 9th or 10th, he resigns and gets gets a full pardon for all his federal crimes. doesn't matter, though. The Southern District of New York is going to be waiting for him. And he probably never sets foot in the state of New York again. Well, why do you think he's why do you think he's already um, already claimed that Florida is his home state now? He, he's already planning ahead for that. He, oh, you're yeah. absolutely right. He's not. He's not planning on. No, he's not planning on going back to New York. No, no, it's no. in hell. No, 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 no. If he's not El Presidente, he is not coming back here. I, uh, which is good news. Uh, hey, speaking of debates, there was another debate this week. That between uh, Amy McGrath in Kentucky and uh, Turtle McMurdle. Oh, yeah. I thought I saw a little bit of that. So I, I, I don't, I purposely don't have any audio of him, but I have of her. So I wanted to, I want to play, there's two separate clips and they say basically the same thing, but I, I think they're well worth the listen. This is, this is uh, retired. I believe she was a lieutenant colonel. Amy McGrath in Kentucky uh, during the debate with Mitch McConnell. You know, this this is the first time uh, in a century, in 100 years, where we have a major international crisis where no one in the world is looking to the United States for leadership. Think about that. It's because we have such poor leaders right now. We can't get this coronavirus under control. And the the one thing that our Senate is supposed to do is to help people right now. And here's the problem. Senator McConnell built a Senate that is so dysfunctional and so partisan that even in the middle of a national crisis, you can't get it done. Think about that. For that reason alone, he should be voted out of office. And a separate, same, same debate. I mean, you're hearing it all night long. More excuses. He's he's not just a member of the Senate. He he's the Senate Majority Leader, and he still can't get it done. Valid points there by uh, by Amy McGrath, and and the little bit of video that I've seen from that debate. There's Mitch sitting there with that. He really doesn't have a smile. More of a more of a slit in his mouth where the food slithers in and out of, um, you know and. He is just so power drunk right now. He is drunk with power. And uh, again, hey, Mitch, if we can if we can push through, uh, you found time to do a Supreme Court nominee. What about those bills sitting on your desk? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm just. What do you I mean? I'm sitting here thinking. Now, Amy McGrath is, uh, she looks, she looks pretty damn good as far as, uh, looks like she's pointed, looks like she, uh, uh, looks like she'd actually be a pretty damn good leader down the road. But we're talking Kentucky here. Well, that is. I mean, unfortunately, you know, if they gathered all the teeth that were still. Yeah. Let's attack. No, look, look. In all seriousness, what the people of Kentucky have to look at 
is right now not so much what Amy McGrath can do for them, but what Mitch McConnell hasn't done for them. McConnell is there playing his little powered moves. Okay, his big thing is judges. He wants to get them on, uh, on the federal bench, the Supreme Court. Uh... <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Just had an earthquake on the Wow! That was uh, my grandfather when he used to sneeze. Boy, oh boy. The walls would shake and the buildings would crumble. And, uh, oh, God, and remind me. Actually, this is weird because that was only one sneeze. I couldn't access my mute button in time. There, I have it up for what is inevitably going to be the second sneeze. It's they're always in two. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're all, this is weird because usually, uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, it's what he hasn't done for them for the past thirty years or however long he's been hibernating in in the Senate. Uh, and Kentucky is way down on the bottom of the list of all the important uh, things, and Mitch has done nothing. But he's in that position now, or has been, where they know his name. I believe the polling is is just about statistically even now in Kentucky. Really? I, I It's close. I'd have to look at it. I know in South Carolina, uh, uh, Miss Lindsay is, I think, either tied or down a couple of points to uh, Jamie Harrison. You know, and that's good news. Uh, Mark Kelly out in Arizona, I think he's going to take that going away, personally. And that that's a state that, that goes Republican, you know, but I think yeah. look, uh what's her name out there? Uh she uh she got put in McCain's seat. She lost to McCain, but essentially when when he died they they popped her in there. They named her uh so hopefully, I, I think Mark Kelly's got a good look. He's got an impressive record. He's married to uh, Gabby. Uh, Gabby Gifford. Gabby Giffords. Uh, so I, I think I think he's got a good shot, uh, and, and that would be you know nice to see the Senate turn on that because we we really need to undo this mess. This. It was pointed out uh, more than a couple times in the past week that what what happened to, you know, Supreme Court nominations used to go through, you know, with 98, 97 votes, a unanimous, you know. Now it's all right down partisan lines. This is this is Mitch McConnell's doing. This is, you know, they, they've made it, they made the Senate unworkable. Uh, nothing gets done. Nothing gets done. Uh, and I'm no expert on all that. Uh, you can believe I am. Well, you, you, you don't need to be an expert. It's obvious. I mean, uh, even even the common the common observe, you know, the person just from off the street can see that there's nothing that's happening in the Senate, and, when, and there was really nothing happening in the in the Senate, even when the Republicans were in. in in control of the house. That's really. right. That's right. How's uh, how's that health care bill coming along? 
Well, yeah, there you go. Show me this supposedly better healthcare bill. I want to see the one that that Trump was going to unveil on day one of his presidency. Day one. By the way, there, there's. I, I decided not to play it today, but there's a whole montage of his day one stuff. And I said at the time, listening to him promise, oh, on day one we'll do this, on day one... I thought to myself and I said to people, you know what? Not only is that a lot to get done in one day, it's only a half day. You don't even get to get the office until noon. And then you got parties that night. How are you going to get all this done? That was supposed to be funny. Okay. That was for you, John. Feel free to laugh. Okay. Okay. All right. Just so you know, you can. I can? You can. I, I, Are you I, sure? I'm pretty confident of it. Okay. I'm well, fishing, I'll man. I'll take that into consideration. <laughs> I'm fishing, man. <laughs> I think I got the wrong bait, though. That's my problem. <laughs> you think you come up with a boot? <laughs> so you what else we got? Waiter boot. What else we got? Oh, Jesus. What else do we have here? Well, let's Let's look here. Oh, by the way, by the way, here is something that I want to mention uh, before we go. Here's a couple of things that I want to mention. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, come on. The uh, Beck Taxi in Toronto, Canada, eh? They have one, and I'm looking for it. Gosh darn it. Looking, looking, looking. I just had it in front of me. Anyway, they they won an award for being just the just the ginchiest, just the bestest. I pro- oh there 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 is Beck Taxi has won the Diamond Award for the North York Mirror Readers Choice for Best Taxi Company. Good good going for all you folks in North York, York Ontario, eh? Um, so by the way, here's something else. Uh, this stat came out yesterday, which is very. Early voting in two, in 2020 has surpassed 21 million people. At this point in 2016, you know how many people have cast their, their ballots? How many? 1.4 million. We are 20 times ahead of 2016. That's just early voting. This is going to be a blood. It's going to be blood. Yeah. While we have a couple minutes, I, I just want to get into this, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop story that Rudy Giuliani supposedly has been sitting on this and now he's going to expose it to everybody. And basically, apparently what happened, according to Rudy, is uh, Hunter Biden dropped off three laptops at a repair shop with a guy that's blind. And we'll get into that. Uh Never came back to pick them up, I believe. And this guy went to the started reading the emails, uh, blah blah blah. And Rudy wound up with it. But so this is from Dan Sloan uh, on the Twitter, and he breaks it down. Just so I'm gonna, this is what he says. So just so I follow the story, Hunter Biden, who lives in Los Angeles decides to fly 3,000 miles cross-country to drop off three MacBook Pros at a repair shop run by a blind guy who charges the insanely low price of $85. He gets off the plane and drunk drives to the repair shop. By the way, this is all according to Rudy. Because there aren't any repair shops in L.A. that could do this. He drops them off, 
signs the contract for repair and then disappears. The repair shop owner recovers and reads Hunter's private emails, a few of which mention a possible meeting with his dad and is so alarmed he contacts the FBI. Stay with us, kids. The FBI arranges to pick up the hard drives, but the computer repair shop owner takes a totally normal step of copying them. Once he realizes the FBI isn't doing anything with them, he calls up the most credible ex-mayor on earth and hands him the contents of these drives. That's Rudy, by the way, if you're if you don't have your scorecard at home. Rudy Giuliani. The totally credible ex-mayor sits on them for months, then chooses to release them three weeks before the election. The mainstream media acts to independently verify their validity, but said ex-mayor does what all people trying to prove facts do and ignores these requests. Is this how stupid we are now? No one who does data recovery would read through thousands of personal emails, even if the computer is abandoned. You just wipe the drives clean and sell the computers used. If these emails were as alarming as it's being pushed, Giuliani wouldn't have sat on them for months. And if Giuliani wanted to prove their validity, he'd turn them over to forensic experts. And this, this is what they'd have us believe, that, that all this happened, uh, which, which cl- clearly is poo-poo. Well, it's it's so funny how it goes back now. Here we are, emails again, emails, emails, emails. It's the emails. I'm not voting for Hillary this year. I'm sorry. I, it's the emails. I've and, been I've been convinced. You know, and you know what? I'm not voting for Obama either. I'm not voting for Hunter Biden either, for nope. that matter. No, I'm not. No, I am not. I I, I don't know. I don't know any. Look. Here's the deal. Right now, the average American doesn't give a rip. All they know is is that they don't have a job thanks to the virus. We could have been up and running by now a lot a lot sooner had Trump and his minions taken this seriously. We would have, it would probably even been a little tougher there for a while to begin with, but we would have had this knocked out a hell of a lot sooner. And now where it's coming back to bite us in the ass because oh, we all like you like to say, we had to get our hair cut. We we had to get our nails done. Oh, look at my pedicure! Oh, isn't that cool? Oh yeah! I can't wear a mask. Yeah. Can't, yeah, exactly. I have a medical condition that I'm not going to tell you about. Well, how is it that surgeons can do it and doctors and hospitals now wear a mask 12 hours a day? They don't seem to uh-huh. be suffering. You can't you can't wear a mask to, to go in and get dog food? I want to I want to go out here if you don't mind. We got uh, what do we got about 5 minutes here? Not even. What? You just talk. I'll let okay. you know. Well, I, I got a... Actually, I got a clip, believe it or not. I don't believe it. Woo! Oh, he's figured out how to, he's figured out how to play audio on the radio. There'll be no stopping him now. By the way, John, Hi. John, we don't have time for one of your eight-minute clips here, okay? Oh, I know. No, I know. This one's only about a minute and a half. Now, now we got to teach him how to edit. <laughs> 
Oh, I don't even have this downloaded. This this is queued. This is queued past the commercial. I was able to do all that while you were talking about Hunter Biden. Uh, I was you able get, to. You got three and a half minutes as of now. Right now, you got three okay. and a half minutes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this. This is oh boy. former Governor Chris Christie. Go ahead. Jersey governor and one of President Trump's debate coaches, Chris Christie, says he was wrong for not wearing a mask at the White House after spending seven days in intensive care battling coronavirus at a New Jersey medical center. In a statement to NBC News, Christie wrote in part, I believed that when I entered the White House grounds that I had entered a safe zone due to the testing that I and many others underwent every day. I was wrong. I was wrong to not wear a mask at the Amy Coney Barrett announcement. And I was wrong not to wear a mask at my multiple debate prep sessions with the president and the rest of the team. He continues, I hope that my experience shows my fellow citizens that you should follow CDC guidelines in public no matter where you are and wear a mask to protect yourself and others. It is something to take very seriously. The ramifications are wildly random and potentially deadly. No one should be happy to get the virus and no one should be cavalier about being infected or infecting others. Well, a really, wow. A really good. So that was the words of Chris Christie. That was not Chris Christie himself. Right. And while the words are appreciated, I would much rather have him saying it. I, I'm not blaming you, John. I'm saying I think he needs to come out in public and have that recorded for posterity coming out of his mouth. Actually, to tell you the truth, I think he did go on uh, Good Morning America Okay. Uh, later so I, I think that he did go, but I didn't get a chance to when, get a hold of that. Where did, this, where, this where did you get that clip? Where did you get that clip from? That's from uh, MSNBC. Okay. Oh, that was Joe and Micah. Mika, Mika, Mika. Mika. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. All right. So how did you like it? How did you like my... Well, I, I, I will give you this. It came through crisp and clear. You, uh-huh. uh, you, you, uh, you're, you're coming along. We, uh, those of us here in the engineering staff, we, we appreciate it. Those of us in IT, we, uh, we thought you did a decent job. Uh, again, we'll get you into editing soon enough. And, uh, you know, thank God I don't have to do all this crap anymore. Well, it's not saying you don't have to do all this. You don't have to do all this crap. That just means that every once in a while I come up with one. Yeah. Well, by the way, we're going to be uh, bailing out into the into into the hour two break here in about twenty seconds. So you can start saying bye bye. And oh, and we do have some more fun stories. I don't have any more audio clips, but we do have uh, a few more fun stories to lay uh, lay on you here. Uh, in our number two of the Taxi Stand Hour right here on Radio TFI. So in the meantime, enjoy this little... Uh
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio T-F-I. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at TaxiStandR, from a payphone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. So today's Columbus Day, even though you wouldn't be able to tell by looking out your window thanks to all these Antifas knocking down all his statues, how are we supposed to remember things if we don't have statues? You know, I thank God herself for th things like TV and books and the internet and calendars, because otherwise, how are we supposed to remember all this heritage? You know, because well, I know when I need to remember something, I say, fuck a post-it note. I just start carving a statue, and that's how I've never forgotten things like 9-11 and the Alamo and my daily hydroxychloroquine, Dre. It's because I carved a statue. And you remember Christopher Columbus, at least some of us still do. You remember the rhyme in 1492, Columbus went and triggered you. And I'm talking about you liberals. You know, because he was looking for a trade route to China, and he found some land, and his first words were probably, God damn, all these Asians look pretty black and Hispanic to me, but hell, a slave's a slave. Go ahead and give them some diseases they won't be able to recover from. And you people, and I do mean you people, you want to celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day. And after I looked up what that is, it started to fog up my Oakleys. Because Christopher Columbus is the man we need to be honoring today. Christopher Columbus. He discovered America. The same way white people discovered the blues and the same way QAnon predicted all this. Poorly and after the fact. So today, I'm going to be raising my emotional support beard to Christopher Columbus... I got my tri-corner hat around here somewhere. I got a faulty GPS in his honor. So here's to you, Christopher Columbus. Thanks for everything, big dog. Now get off my... <laughs> get off my property. Hey, good morning, kids and kittens. We're back for hour two of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and the Radio TFI network of stations and outlets and... You name it, Facebook, YouTube, the Twitter, Periscope, and of course, little old RadioTFI.com. I am Ed Van S. John Shannon, once again, does not remember how to tell time. He will be with us shortly. We, uh, we've got football picks coming up. John is, John is not feeling good about how that's coming along. We trust you're, you're having a wonderful weekend, or you're about to have a wonderful weekend. <clears throat> Excuse me. And again, thanks for joining us. As the uh, professor said earlier, you can get a hold of us, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. You can contact us on the Twitter at 
Taxi Standout. And as always, feel free to contact us. Collect. Call Collect if you're at a payphone. So we were talking in the first hour. I was uh, going on and on a bit about, about COVID procedures at work now. And I don't know what other people are going through. If if you're having to... Oh, here he comes now. You can hear him banging through the... Uh, let me let me let me turn off his sound so that we can. Uh... <laughs> there he is. There, there. There's our there's our man. <sighs> we'll we'll just settle back here and hello, John. Am I, am I, am I on time? <laughs> yeah, if your plan was to be a, if your plan was to be a minute late, this is big time professional, mind you. This man actually worked on real 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 radio stations. Where they don't tolerate this kind of nonsense of showing up. <laughs> Look, if if I wasn't here, there'd be dead air, and I'm worse than dead air. I'm sitting here by myself. Oh, that that is worse than dead air. On. Come on, I think you did a hell of a job of pulling off uh, Uncle Ed's primetime jamboree. Oh God. That was uh, things on you. Yeah, that was fun. That was some of the worst times of my it's life. Not as, easy, not as easy as it looks, granted, but it was still all right. You that, did good. That was some of the worst hours of my my life, and I've been in a coma. So, oh, <laughs> hello, Rolando. <laughs> now, would you care to do the show now that we're here? Oh well, I'll think about it. Oh. And by the way. Just, Good. You got to talk I, now. You keep talking. Before I do, let me uh, let me clarify something here. I don't know, you know what? I'm not going to clarify. I'm wait till he's actually here and listening to this. So, anyways, welcome back. This is indeed the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI, the mothership of uh, edition, if you will, here. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Coming back into the picture here. Hi, Caramba. Uh, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. And all that, I forgot my due. Oh, see, you got your, you got your, little, you got your nipples in a ringer and you. <laughs> and normally I don't, and normally I do that on Tuesday nights. <laughs> And you just uh, got all. Look, and I'm going to answer that. Yes, I did have my own radio show at one yeah, time. Yeah, you, you had numerous radio shows. I... And explain to yeah. me. No, 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 young man. Explain to me what would have happened if the song ends and you're not there ready to flap your gums. What happens? The producer would have started the next record. Oh... <sighs> Why, 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 why do you think? Why do you think that American Pie is a DJ's best friend? Yes, yes, I understand that. Now, let me ask you this: Let's settle this on air once and for all. Ooh. When we come to <laughs> when we come to the one to two hour break, okay? When we come uh -huh. to this little portion of our little uh, festival of of uh, of talk, yeah. How much time do you think you really need? Because let me break it down for you, Skippy. There's there's a guaranteed two minutes built in. The outro uh -huh. from hour one and the intro to hour two are each one minute long. That's two minutes. Okay. 
generally whatever bit is played is at least a minute long, if not two to three minutes long. So you have anywhere from three to five minutes. How long Today did you told me I had three? And you took four. Three obviously wasn't enough. Well, I'm asking you. Give talk to me, Bubby. How much time do you need in that in that slot? Five. You need five. Five dollar foot longs. <laughs> well, maybe maybe we'll just eliminate the break altogether. What do you think about that, huh? You do that, I'll just you'll get up anyway. Hey, I got things to do. I, 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 you're not going to let a little thing like like the show interrupt that, now are you? Right, I got to get my water. Sure you do. Sure you, you know, do. I have to do out with the bad and with the good, yeah. you know, that type of thing. <laughs> I had to check on Granny Annie. I had to check on Oliver. See, if I don't go say say hi to Oliver, guess what? Uh-oh. He comes pounding on the door. What well. the hell I well, that is, you know, that and, that and then you have the then you have the repeat of what he played did on Monday. Indeed, indeed. So, so anyway, uh, are you ready? Of course, I'm ready. Really? Are you really ready? I, I'm really ready. I'm not. Hold on a second. I have technical. I have technical issues I have to contend with here. Just uh, you have issues. I just don't know how much they're. I don't know how much they're technical. Yeah, that. yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you, pal. I uh, I thought you were going to ramble on there for another moment or so. So uh, I got to figure out where I. No, I. When I when I did my when I did my show, uh, yeah, I got up a lot of times. I'd get up, but I also had other people. I also had a producer. Uh, Rod was part of the show for a while. There were a couple other people that were a part of the show. So I had people that could uh, could uh, fill in, do their part, uh, a lot like you do. Hmm. So I'm just here to... Uh... No, I don't mean you are the here, but I mean, there is, I have somebody else here. I'm here just to serve you. That that's what you're saying. Well I just want to be clear. I I just I don't want to say it quite like that, but you know But now that I now that I mention it. Yeah. Let me take that under advisement. That might be a little harsh. You think so? Yeah. (laughs) You think so, huh? Keep uh keep (laughs) keep talking. We're having a minor technical issue here. Yeah, what? well, I know you're getting ready to pull up the picks and talk about uh, technical issues. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah, yeah, I am. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I swear to God, man. Uh, yeah, he's got. He, I know he wants to wait until he actually starts the music and yada yada. But I got to tell you something. I'm getting my ass handed to me this time around. One moment, please. <clears throat> Are you, are you ready there for crying out loud? That's as bad as me stopping to take a crap in the middle of the, of the middle of the show. Come on, same thing. You done? I hear the music. I hear the music. You done? Here we go. I'm done. <clears throat> 
It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin pro- prognostication. I almost did it again. <laughs> Each week, John, double overtime. I'm sorry, five overtime, Shannon. And I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup, which we don't, we're not responsible for post office screw-ups. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two- or three-point conversion. If you have the nerve, I'm talking to you, Jen. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's... John and Ed versus the spread. Oh, Mr. Shannon, Mr. Shannon, Mr. Shannon. Mr. Shannon, we can't hear you, Mr. Shannon. When you uh, when you do that whole pause there. Yeah. It, it, it's. Yeah. It, it doesn't have the same effect as when baby Oliver says, it's. John Shannon. Yeah, I can't access that right now. Uh, let's now it's let's get to it. Let's talk about last week, shall we? If you must. Yeah, let's let let's talk about. I need another screen, is what I need. There we go. Yeah. Nah, that's what. So last nice week. Picture. Thank you. Last week, John. Nice my banana. Your banana. My banana. All right, so let's talk about last week. So last week, John's only victory was with who, John? Who came through for you last week? Well, Miami Dolphins and big time. And big Miami time, Dolphins. bigly. Absolutely. I will tell you this. That was a fun game to watch. Uh, Fitzpatrick opened the game going deep. He aired it out. <laughs> Boom! It was fun to watch. Unfortunately, John's other two picks, including his, uh, see, that'll teach you to go against your home team. That'll teach you. Because he doubled down. He went for two points with them there, Seattle Seahawks, and they just barely squeaked by his Vikings. Just barely. Had he taken his Vikings, he'd have won that game. Uh, let's see. I, uh, I dropped the ball. With Cincinnati and Baltimore, I, boy, oh boy, did I stink up the room with that one. Uh, Houston, I went for two with Houston. And I was worried about that because I didn't realize at the time that they had a new coach and all that. Boy, oh boy, look what they did for me. They, they even with a couple of points cushion. And then, of course, there was the, uh, the Kansas City Raiders game, which we went opposite sides on. Only one of us could win that game. And, well, as it turned out, it was me. So, <laughs> John, are we ready to talk about this week? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right, John. Let's let's start with. Uh, we're gonna start. I'm a with, man, I want you to know, I am a defeated man. Oh, you got plenty of time to go. We're gonna start. We're gonna start with the games we didn't choose together. Uh, so you start with Kansas City. Well, I, uh, I I gotta I gotta stay on the Chiefs bandwagon. You know, there was a little stumble there against the Raiders. Um, I honestly think that the Chiefs didn't take the Raiders seriously enough. Hopefully, they're 
not going to make that mistake again. They're they're going into Buffalo where they are a five they are a five point favorite, and I'm going to take the Chiefs, giving up five points against the Buffalo Bills. All right, my first pick for Week Six here is uh, Cincinnati visits uh, Indianapolis, and honestly, I don't. The Colts haven't been showing me much of anything. Cincinnati, they have their moments. So I'm taking seven and a half points and the Kitty Cats and the Bengals. Now, John, let's uh, move. Time out. Time out. Time out. I didn't know we had time out. What's wrong, buddy? Um, are you sure you got the, the right game here? Why? You put down the, the notes you sent me. You put Cleveland. Did I put Cleveland? Well, yes, you did. I'll double check it. Whichever one it is, I'm not going with the Colts. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's. I got Cleveland uh, giving up. Or, um, All right. I'll check the schedule. Let me put it this way: I'm not picking the Colts. So if I have, if it's either Cleveland or Cincinnati, I I just have. I can't open up the uh, thing I need to open up. So anyway, let's go on to the games that we uh, seem to agree and disagree on. Let's go to the Battle of the Bays, John. Okay, well, we do have the uh, Green Bay Packers visiting Tampa Bay and uh, the Brady Bunch there. Uh, the Packers are actually a, a point favorite on the road against uh, Tampa Bay. I I don't know. I, uh, I personally like... The Buccaneers there, so I'm going to take Tampa Bay getting one point. And I am feel exactly the opposite about that game. I I don't think uh, the Brady Bunch is going to be able to stand up to the Aaron Rodgers gang. And uh, I mean, he's got Jake from State Farm on his side. Who who are we kidding here? Um. So I'm taking Green Bay, and I'm giving up that point on the road. And now, for the shocker of all shockers, the final pick of the week, John. Well, of course, I'm not. I'm not ready to give up picking on the Vikings, <laughs> but I've decided I'm not going to pick on the Vikings. Very good. Anymore. Very good. They they are they are at home against uh, one team that might actually suck harder than them, and that's the Atlanta <laughs> uh, the Atlanta Falcons. I guess we'll see. Vikings are four-point favorite at home against uh, the Falcons. I'm uh, taking the Vikings, uh, giving up four points. All right, and for my final pick, what he said. <laughs> I'm I'm taking the Vikings, giving up four points as well. I, uh, I, I I I honestly I didn't see any games this week that really jumped out to me, that really spoke to me. Uh, clearly, neither one of us is going for uh, bonus points this week. Me, because I got a nice, comfortable lead. John, I don't know. I don't know. So, anyway, so let's recap. Uh, John Shannon, the Kansas City native, is taking his Chiefs, giving up five points on the road against them, their Buffalo Bills. Uh, I'm taking either Cleveland or Cincinnati, <laughs> depending on the schedule. Oh, the, other thing, the, the other thing you uh, should check here is, is I've got this from what you gave me is three and a half points. For which one? Three and a half for the Cleveland Indianapolis game. Okay, whatever it is, I, I'm not taking Indianapolis. I think you're right. 
Uh, that might have been a, an editing error. So it will be whoever the Colts are playing. I'm taking them for whatever points are on the board. I just can't check it this second. Uh, all right. So John John is taking Green Bay tam- over Tampa Bay. I'm sorry, taking Tampa over Green Bay in the Battle of the Bays, getting one point. Meanwhile, I am uh, I'm going the other way with that. I'm taking Green Bay, giving up a point on the road. Meanwhile, we both agree Atlanta sucks and Minnesota's not much better. But we're, we're both willing to give up four points at home in the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. Them there, Minnesota Vikings. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, like we say every week here, if you're using our picks to, to guide you in real gambling with real money, John, what is it we say every week? You've got bigger issues than uh, than we either one of us can help you with. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, boys and girls, that concludes John and Ed versus the spread for this week. We'll be back next week with uh, with our recaps. And, you know, I, I'm not... Look, John may be able to pick up a couple of points on me this week. And we hope he does. We hope he does. Because he needs the... Uh, you never did give the point that the the score is. Oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, I think I have eleven and you have six. I was I was trying to spare you there, Skippy. I was, I was trying to spare you. Hey. Well, it is what it is. I can I can handle the truth. Can you? Uh, by the way, so yeah, just so you're uh, you you were right on the. Uh, it is uh, it is Cincinnati. It is a. Uh, Indianapolis is a seven and a half point favorite. Okay. So. Hello, you there? I am here. Okay. What happened? Uh, We had a minor issue. We're done with the issue, though. I'm glad we're done with the issue. I am so glad about that because you know I we just can't go on and keep having issues here. Issues, not to be confused with tissues. That's right too. Which, oh, let's see what the hell else do we uh, do we have? All right. Um, so before we go, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what you were saying to me bef- before we came on the air. John is feeling despondent about about his football picks. Why is that, Johnny? Well, part of it is I'm, I I got to be honest with you. I'm just not into football right now. There's something missing about it. And and I'll, yeah, and I'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. Here's what's missing. You're win you're winning. You're being ahead. That's what's missing. Well, no, I, it, all that aside, all that aside, it really doesn't have a whole lot to do with the uh with the um with the picks. It's more of the fact that a, the Vikings are really sucking hard this year. So it's it quit, is, it is quit, quit picking them. Well, but it has nothing to do with picking them. They're still my home team. Okay. You know they're they're sucking hard now. And you can't always get what a you want. Kansas City Chiefs game on TV. Yes, you can, and I'm going to show you how. Well, I'll have to. How much does it cost me per month? Mm, maybe five bucks. Huh. Okay. I'm 
you you have piqued my interest on that. Um, but the other things are too with that is I'm working now on uh, I'm working seven days a week right now to tell you the truth, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to make anybody. I have no no sympathy being uh, pulled here right now, but I'm Ba-ka. working. Ba-ka. Ba-ka. Sorry, I am. Sorry. Working seven days a week uh, right now, and uh, I just I don't have I don't have the interest right now. Well, it isn't, and it isn't as fun. Where where baseball, uh, what gets me, what I love about baseball, to tell you the truth, is the action on the field. It's you know to me baseball is kind of like this big chess match on the field. Love love baseball for that. You don't really have, in my opinion, you don't have the same thing with football. So you're getting more of the entire atmosphere in a football stadium. You're getting, you know, when you have sixty thousand people in the stadium, and you know, and you're just not going to get that now, and for good reasons. So here's what's gonna. So here's what's gonna happen, kids and kittens. John's gonna win all three games this week. He's gonna catch up in the standings, and suddenly he'll be into it so much that you won't be able. Once he figures out how to cheat this system, that's the problem right now. He hasn't figured out how to cheat this one like he has in the past. He'll be back into it. I promise you. He's contractually obligated to participate. Otherwise, oh, I'm always going to participate. That's that's other, not bad. Just... Other, otherwise, we got to find fifteen or twenty minutes to fill content to fill. <laughs> Jesus, how did we do that? How did I, we do that during the? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we've been doing two-hour shows now for <laughs> what, a long time. Damn near two years. Long time. Oh, somehow, Jesus. somehow we got through the off season. I don't know how. I just yeah. don't know how. I. Unbelievable how we got through it, to tell you the truth. But, but we that's did. neither that's neither here nor there. Oh, let's see what else do we uh, what else do we have here going on at the moment? Let's there, look at my pocket. There, there was oh, some. Go ahead. There was something I was going to talk about, but you go right ahead. Well, there is uh, one thing I I, I covered it. Uh, briefly on the uh, Thursday show, but apparently a, a young lady got hit by the whole um, uh, Uber scam. We don't know if it's an Uber scam or not, but uh, she got charged a hundred pounds uh, for wetting herself in the back of her Uber. So that leaves me to believe. I'm looking at the picture over here. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I think it, I think it's hilariously funny. I'm also thinking to myself, what was she doing? Sitting on the edge of the seat close to the door or something like that? Uh, or it's a scam by the driver. Or it could be a scam by the driver. I was getting to that. I know you were, but I wanted to blow your bubble. If you're gonna, if you if you if you're gonna do something like that first off having had people piss in the back seat of my cab before first off it's a little more centered on the seat mm-hmm. and and secondly 
uh, it doesn't extend through the whole, you almost back to front of the of the seat itself. Unless this woman had a incredibly large ass or something like that, which. Uh, so yeah, she she got victimized. The more I, the more I think about it, poor girl definitely got. Uh, uh, she got she got played. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, the smart Uber drivers, what they do is they get a can of like vegetable soup or something, and they make it look like somebody has vomited. Right in the car, and uh, I'm look. As far as I'm concerned, that's just part of the business, okay? Because it's too easy to to phony it up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But there are guys that are making, you know, making a career out of this. Uh, the phony vomit and, uh, oh, they got sick. Now, this is another reason why this young lady was riding on somebody else's account. Uh, yeah, that sucks. And, and for all the reasons I thought, I think that's a bad idea. See, the one thing Uber doesn't do and Lyft, I think they can, but most people is you need to at least identify the person that is taking the ride so that you know who's on that ride. Don't don't have uh, 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 Mike send a car for Samantha and then Mike's not going on the ride for all the reasons. I could list a hundred reasons why it's a bad idea. Uh, yeah. But again, this is Uber's fault for letting all this go on and lift look it's part of the deal when you drive a car at night and let's face it uber lets their people get away their customers get away with murder literally murder uh, they don't back up their drivers at all uh, and look i've had people make messes in the back of a vehicle it's not pleasant it's not fun uh, would I like to have charged them 100 150 bucks? You better believe it. But it's part of the game. It's part of the business. You don't see it often enough. And I work nights. I used to work nights for many, many years. It doesn't yeah. happen often enough to have to be able to do this. People don't. Look, I got people when they got sick in the backseat, uh, you know, they would give me, you know, give me a bigger tip and all that. And uh, what stopped a lot of it was people would get in the cab and, oh, I'm, I'm feeling sick. What happens if I get sick? I said, well, first off, you can let me know and I can pull the car over and I will stop as many times as you need to. You will get home, but you will, you know, you need to. I did it one guy in a, in a two block stretch one night, seven times I stopped in two blocks. Poor guy who had yeah. to, he had the dry heaves. I felt so bad for him. Nothing was coming Ooh. out. Yeah, oh, it was, it, was hor- it was horrible. But I tell him that first off, let me know. I will stop. No problem. First off. Second off, if you're the one being sick, you sitting in the right-hand side by the door. Don't be sitting in the middle. Uh, and then finally, uh, I would tell them, look, if you get sick, it's uh, there's a $50 cleanup fee. 200 if I got to do it, if I got to do the cleanup. So you're going to pay me 50 and you're going to clean it up because you're eating my time. So again, but there's ways to avoid it. Just let me know. And it's called, 
that's the customers need to communicate that to the driver. Look, I'm feeling a little, you know, iffy. And the drivers, but most of these drivers, they're not pros. They don't, you know, they don't look at it that way. Oh, no, no, get out of my car, get out of my car, you know. So, I I think the, uh, I think that whole thing is overrated. I don't, I think they abuse it too much. I'm not saying there aren't circumstances where it's warranted, because it certainly is. You have people that won't say a word, will get sick, make a mess in the back of your car. I've had it happen. Uh tapping out <laughs> yeah I, I've been of course you know I, I've spent uh, now probably the last uh, well, the last 10, 10 years plus I know I've been driving days so uh, fortunately I don't uh, I don't run into that issue uh, all that often I did have a, a little kid get sick in the in the car once. No, oh, well, that's. And I also, oh yeah, yeah. Here's one for you. So, I used to carry a full car seat. I have right now. I use booster seats for for little ones. But when it comes to um, the wee little ones that require a car seat you can find we do have cars that have full car seats but uh, um, woman puts her little kid in the car seat with an already preloaded diaper and I the only reason I know this is nice. because nice. I, can, I can smell it as it's on the way in and she takes that kid out of the car doesn't say boohoo to me and I look back there and there is uh, all over that car seat. You know what I did? I pulled over someplace. I put that baby seat in a dumpster and I told the company I will never ever carry another uh, car seat like that again. One of, one of the multiple reasons you shouldn't carry a car seat. A, if you got a baby, you need to provide the car seat. B, it takes up a lot of room. Oh, absolutely. And see, like everything else, it's not theirs. They don't care about it, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah Look, exactly. I un- I understand. I was always good with having vinyl seats and rubber floor mats, and I get that. You know, that's just normal day-to-day. You got to protect against just rain and snow. Well, not snow where I was, but, uh, you know, mud and all that sand. But baby poop, look, that's toxic to begin with. They make right. nuclear missiles out of that stuff. Uh, yeah, and you're right. And people don't care. When I was with the, with the hound with Greyhound, I watched a woman once change her baby in the seat, and then stuff the diaper in between the the wall of the bus and the seat. Fortunately, I saw her do it, and I said, "Ma'am, please to dispose of that, you know, properly." And I got the look, like you, you know. And she, and she mumbles something. I'm going to report you. Go ahead. Report me. Why? Because I didn't want your poop-filled diaper? It's just... Well, don't, uh, their, don't their restrooms, don't they have a little bit of a waste receptacle in there? Yes, so but it would, have enti- it would have entitled her getting up and walking eight feet. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, anyway... Yeah, people really do. You're, you're, you're absolutely right, there. 
we're, people don't care. It, and it's gotten worse. Of course it has. It, it really has. Look, look at how many masks. Look at how many masks you see laying on the mm-hmm. on the ground now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's uh. Anyway, we're we're. Uh... <sighs> I just don't know where to go at this point. Well, I got I got I got more here. Good, good. Yeah, never you worry. Um, I worked late last I, night. Uh, you know that. I I know you did. You know I, I worked know, all week. I I know, Bubby. I I, I got you there. Mm-hmm. It's okay. By the way, I I just I just want Bubby folks. Scratch my ear. <laughs> Wrong way. Good, now scratch. Now, now you got to do the scratch. Other way. Other way. Other way. There you go. That was I'm sad. I'm looking at the screen at the moment. Oh, well. I, I totally, totally did that blindly. But, uh, yeah, yesterday, well, the, the Thursday night, I, I, I drug out the, the laptop that I bought many years ago to run Radio TFI back when I had an office. And I had it actually... Radio TFI was going to have its own separate space. And I bought a laptop to do it on. And this laptop has served me well. Haven't used it in a while. Thursday night, I powered it up. And it just, it don't want to behave. I let it, I let it charge all night. I tried it yesterday morning. My plan was to bring it with me so that I could work on the show during the course of the day and the night and uh, putting the stories together and the and the sound bites and all that and I just I couldn't do it and by the time I got home all I really had time for and the energy for was the few bits that we uh, that we put together uh, but anyway well things is how if I had your money I'd burn mine it would be just why a matter do, of time why does every why does everybody say that uh, well, <laughs> I don't. Knowing, I won't go into detail. Knowing what I know, I, 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 I mean, I, 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 no. All I, all I can say is this: thanks to the unemployment. And by the way, people should be getting stimulus money now. This is, this is an outrage. That. Uh, well, that's something we didn't cover. Yeah, that people that they're playing fast and loose with this. Look, I'm fortunate that I'm in the situation that I'm in. Uh, I have exactly the same amount in the bank that I had when this whole thing started. So the unemployment got me through. It did its job. I didn't have to tap into... I'm not saying I wouldn't have had to eventually. uh, But how many people are out there could use an extra 300 a week? In the meantime... In the meantime, you got the, the Senate sitting there... We, we can rush through a, a Supreme Court justice, but we can't take care of a couple of hundred million Americans. That people that are at food banks that never thought they would. Well, did you hear uh, Did you hear the dust up with between Pelosi and Wolf Blitzer on uh, CNN? Oh, yeah. I, like I said, uh, uh, Pelosi was so mad, she was, she was ready to slap the whiskers off of Wolf Blitzer. Oh, oh, that's right. You, I, you, uh, I listen. You tell- I listen yeah. to the show even when I'm not on it. So, yeah, it because uh, I find it fascinating. I'm not a. I'm not a big 
you and I had this discussion briefly. Uh, I'm not a big Nancy Pelosi fan. Uh, I've, she's uh, one of these people. I think it's her time has come to pass the gavel. And I agree with uh, you. I agree with you. Uh, I uh, To tell you the truth, I think all these people who are complaining about Nancy Pelosi, I think if nothing, if, if for nothing else, just for a little humor, I think you should. Pa- I I think you should pass it to uh, to AOC. Oh goodness! Oh oh, what he what? my! You really want that that civil war to start now, don't you? Oh my! Oh my goodness! Oh my god! Oh, what? They would they would oh my god they would riot! Holy smokes! Holy smokes! <laughs> that would be. Uh, and have Paul hey, and have Paul Ryan have to have to say Madam Speaker. Paul Ryan's not there anymore. But keep this in mind. What keep, happened to him? Damn it! He 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 retired. He gave it up. He retired. Oh, okay. He uh, he couldn't deal with the Trump nonsense. Keep in mind, Nancy Pelosi got elected uh, to Congress before AOC was born. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Hmm. So. So uh, yeah, I I mean I don't. Look, enough of the games. I understand everybody's got their opinion and all that. But while they're sitting there playing tiddlywinks in D.C., people are actually hurting. Okay? People are actually hurting and there's nothing they can do about it. you got people out there that are desperately trying to follow all the COVID guidelines. In the meantime, their kids got to eat. They can't go back to work because they have a uh, low-paying service job or something like that. So the little bit, even if they do go back to work, the restaurant's only at twenty five percent capacity, or or what have you. Nothing's like it was. So they need that extra boost. But in the meantime, we're sitting here playing games. You know, I, we we need to stop loading these bills up with things that people. You know, no, focus on one item, one item. We don't need to make sure that Senator Nutball in Wyoming or wherever the hell they you know. Gets his uh gets his uh cattle feed, what I I don't even know what I'm talking about now. The pork that goes into a yeah. lot of these bills, it's got to stop. It's just got to stop. And that's that's where the problem comes in. Right now, we need to get our people back up on their feet. Period. Doesn't matter and if you make no, make no mistake about it. I don't care if. Donald Trump signs this. I don't care. Bullwinkle and Rocky sign the damn checks. Hey, rookie. Yeah, I don't care if Donald Duck signs it. Oh, my ass. Oh, wait a minute. Out of my hat. Oh, wait a minute. That was. But. Wow. uh, Wow. That was just. Wow. You went to a dark place there. Now, didn't you? (laughs) You. 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 And I liked it. So there you go. You besmirked the name of Bullwinkle J. Moose? By the, by the way, residents of your very state. Yes. They live in Frostbite Falls, Minnesota. Yes. And you, 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 the, by the way, on a, oh, hang on a second. Yeah. Oh, that's what I, oh, that's what I did. Oh, are you ready? Are you ready for this? I just, I just finished watching the first two seasons of Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access. 
not a not a Star Trek fan. Okay. Yeah. I like it when I see them, and I loved it, loved it, loved it. I recommend it. It's done well, written well, good stories. Holy smokes! They pay. They don't. They don't. Not think about the past. You got Spock in there, the Enterprise, but not in ways that you would think. And it is just, if you have the opportunity uh, to see it, by all means. They're playing the first season on CBS right now. By all means, take a gander. And if you don't, well, if you don't immediately like the character of Saru, he's a big gangly guy, and uh, then there's something wrong with you. Okay, I'll put it. I'll put it on the. It's so funny because I get people that recommend television shows to me all the time. Not me. No, no, you never have, as a matter of fact, before this. I but, told, um, I've told you what not to watch, like Gotham. It's funny. Granny Annie and I went through this stage where we were watching, a, we were binge-watching a lot of shows. We binge-watched Parenthood. I liked that show. I liked that. That was a great show. I enjoyed the heck out of it. We binge watched Gotham. Mm-hmm. We binge watched Supergirl for quite a while, actually. Ain't she the cutest? Oh, she is. Really is. Uh, binge watched. Uh, we binge watched a few, a, a lot of shows, and just all of a sudden, now, the love of my life got hooked on. The Food Channel. Oh. Oh, my God. My condolence. Oh, you can't see me, so it doesn't matter. I can see you. Oh, well, there's my there's my Catholic blessings to you. Oh, I, I tell you. That's the sign of the cross. I just... Father, Son, Holy Ghost. First, first off... They have the the food the food network. It has like a core of like maybe a half a dozen regular stars. There you got Guy Fieri. I don't know if you know any of these names. Guy, Guy Fieri, isn't it? Fieri, excuse me. I think you're right. Um, you've got about the only one on there, and now I can't think of his name. There was a there is a show. Where they do some like restaurant re- rehabilitation, where uh, uh, you know restaurants failing for whatever reason or another, and that's pretty good. But most of this is just first off these baking shows. Right now, because it's Halloween, everybody is making cakes that look more like you know statues, and you know. When somebody makes a cake, I'm not concerned. I don't care if it's just one big pile of dough and crumb <laughs> all piled up together. Slop a little ice cream on the top there of you the go. dam. As long as there's icing on it, we're golden. Exactly. But <laughs> By the way, the best combination ever on planet Earth, and uh, prove me wrong, birthday cake and beer. Never tried it. Oh, oh, oh. Next time you're at a birthday, they got the cake. Have a nice cold beer with it. I'm telling you. It's You know how long it's been since I've had a nice cold beer? Why no, John, tell us. How long has it been? Oh, good lord. Inquiring, inquiring minds want to know. 
It's been so long, and I don't remember. <sighs> Shocking. Turning your man card. Oh, I know, right? I and and I, I will give me a good cold Coors Light. See, it's one thing. It's one thing, John. If you don't remember when the last time you had a beer was because you passed out, then, then you get a you get a star on your man card for that. But if you just simply don't know, but but in conjunction with that, you're watching the Food Network. Uh, Well, no, I am not. Watch if I am voluntarily watching. Doesn't matter. You're there. The, the the sad part about it is, and I'll, I give Granny any credit, you know, because you know she's homebound right now, so she's been watching this all day. She is sweet enough to say, yeah. "Is there anything you you'd rather watch and what have you?" I, I I'll give her that. You do but not. You do not deserve that woman. Oh, I. You ain't not gonna get an argument out of me. Um, but I just, but there's nothing that interests me, you know, without going to the other end. I could, yeah, I could tune in a football game, but am I really interested in that, in that football game? Am I real? Do I really give a damn what the Steelers and Ravens are doing? Do eh, you? Not really. Hmm. No, I really don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not one of these that can watch football just for the sake of watching football. I watch baseball. I can watch a baseball game. We're we're get, we're getting dangerously close to taking the man card away now. You know where I live, sunshine. <laughs> Come get it. If you, if you it, can get it, if you can you get, get it from me, you've earned it. If you, if you think you're man enough to <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask ask the ask the piñata we were swinging at here mm. the other uh the other day for uh my oldest stepdaughter's birthday. Okay. How'd that work out for you? Oh, hey. I let me put it this way. I didn't break the piñata, but uh I seriously severed it. But that piñata is going to have second thoughts about coming back now, isn't he? Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. And well, well, they had everybody. They were using like a a small plastic bat. Okay. And this a short plastic bat. Well, I am not. They asked, asked why I didn't use two hands. Because when the when a bat is that small, that's a nightstick. That's yeah. a club. Buddy. <laughs> that's, a cool. that's a billy club, man. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I have never ever been involved with a pinata it was it was a lot of fun actually I'd, it was great because i'd like uh, to the the idea of swinging a stick at something and hitting it and being encouraged not only being encouraged to do it but getting candy for doing it that appeals to me yeah baby oliver's mama actually is the one who who actually busted it wide open ah God bless she, she had a Pretty pretty healthy swing herself there. Well, oh, so, but uh, yeah, that was that was fun. That, but uh, no, I don't. I'll swing. I know how to swing a baseball bat. But like I said, something something that small. Yeah, uh-uh, that, I, that, that, that's that's my nightstick, Jack. <laughs> plus, plus, if it's that short, 
that means the pinata is almost going to hit you before you hit it. Right. And uh, no, sir, give me that broom handle. That's, uh, I mean, I haven't swung a bat in good God. I, I don't even want, it's decades. We're, 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 we're talking decades since I've swung a bat at anything coming at me. I've had a bat in my hand, but not, uh, see, I say, give, give me the broom handle because that's like when we used to play stickball. That's what we used. Everybody's mother at one point in their life. Where's my effing broom? Where it's out on the street, ma. We're using it to play stickball. <laughs> you took your beating like a man. You got your first man card. Everybody, uh, everybody did that. And, you know, hell, even my old man did it. But well, we're. So- did, you ever, did you ever play a uh, like a beer league softball game? Uh no, not like I think you're describing it, where you actually drink beer on the bases and all that. Oh no, no nothing like that. But oh. it's more like the bar, the bar. Oh, sponsors. Uh, sponsors it. You go to that bar. You buy a. You buy a pitcher of beer or two, and and everybody's happy. The bar's right. made their money. Right. Everybody's happy. And I I played for several years on a on that. Uh, Bill Fancher. Okay. Uh, I know him. Same. Yeah, we've heard of him. Yeah. He uh, he's played on a on a few of those too. Uh, but my thing was is I. They never like it was just slow pitch. This wasn't. Uh, this was just a bunch of, you know, fat middle aged guys that were out there. Uh, uh, it was having an, a good time. It was an excuse to get a little sweaty before you went to the bar. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I know the but, drill. Uh, <laughs> my game. My thing was is. Because I was up around 300 pounds, just everybody thought I was going to be swinging for the fences every freaking time. I've never hit a ball over the fence in my freaking life, man. Seriously, what I liked, what I liked doing was hitting those line drives right out of the right, right over, over. the middle. Absolutely, watching the pitcher, watching the, uh, pitcher do the Mexican hat dance, trying to get out of the way. When, when when I could when it, when I got the right pitch, I was no great hitter, but my thing was I always wanted to put it just above, uh, just between and just above third and short, because you can uh-huh. you can make a living all day long just dropping them in there. If you can just drop them in there, boom, you'll get you'll get on base every time, every time. You don't you don't even have to hit it hard. Just pop, just put it just over, over their reach, which is why I always love that there's little guys playing uh, third and short, so you don't even have to hit it that high. I mean, people under six feet tall shouldn't even be allowed to walk in public. I, I you know, it, it's they're they're really? just they're 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 cute in their own special way, but they're just I don't know. Really, they get in the way of the real people. I got you, bitch. Five eight here, remember? <laughs> oh, oops. remember me? Oops. Remember me? Five eight. <laughs> I got you, bitch. Well, that's you know, you're you're there to shine our shoes. That's how we. Uh, oh. <laughs> I got. Yeah, well, I I got. Well, let, me, let me get that piss coating <laughs> first, and then we'll see how well it shines. 
Look, my mother was five foot nothing. Believe you me, and it—I was—I'm—she's gone twenty-one years. And she still scares the shit out of me. So, <laughs> oh, you gotta—you gotta watch out for the, the for the oh, I know. for the little. You guys have chips on your shoulder bigger than you. Ugh. Hey, you're right. And now, <laughs> no, especially right. now that I'm back down, now that I'm also back down in weight, I can't even be considered a big guy anymore now. That I'm uh, that I weigh two hundred twenty-seven pounds as opposed to three hundred fifteen pounds. I think the word you're looking for is munchkin. Ooh, boy, you are! <laughs> I'm on it today. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. Scorch, right? scorched earth, baby. Scorched earth today. You're getting it, but good. Okay. okay. Hey, you should have been born. You should have been born taller. What can I tell you? I wasn't a small baby when I was born. As a matter of fact, you know what really sucks? What? Is that I was actually one of the bigger kids through about seventh grade. Yeah, but John, it's not how you start the game. It's how you end the game. Well, you know, there you go. You're absolutely right. Look, I was a tiny, skinny little thing. I I got my height when I was between 18 and 19 years old. I was I was short and scrawny, just like well, not scrawny like you, but short like you. I I did uh, over that that period of time. I grew about eight inches. That hurt. You know that hurt, man. Let me tell you. You know what the worst part about losing this weight is too. Well, look behind. I've lost everywhere. Look behind I've you. Lost. Let me finish. Look behind you. You'll find it. <laughs> I've lost it in my legs. I've lost it in my ass. I've lost it in my arms. I've lost it in my face. Yeah. I still have this goddamn belly. That's the toughest one. Oh, my God. I mean, I have dropped. I think I've told you this. I dropped from a uh, from a 52 waist to a 44 waist. Oh, but, good for uh, you. You're the same waist I am now. But still, I mean. Now you have the waist of a real size human being. All I got is my height. That's all I got. And uh, I will hold it over you. Well, I can't help but hold it over you. I'm taller than you. Well, that's okay. Your knees are easy to reach. <laughs> You're not the first person to say that. <laughs> oh, you, that... In, in a couple seconds we have left, let me, let me tell you this. When I first got my height that first year, I was just so amazed by it. I thought it was... I, I, I didn't stop talking about that I was tall. I, I mean, I really didn't. I was just beside myself. and uh, But I hadn't put on any weight yet. I was still a beanpole. And, uh, well, with that... We'll have, to, we'll have to go through the baby pictures one of these days. No, we won't. <laughs> I'll get a hold of Karen. I'll bet she's got a few. Moving on. <laughs> All right, folks, well... We've somehow managed to waste another couple hours of our lives. So, uh, uh, thanks for joining us here. Uh, and Ed and I will be back next Saturday, and you'll uh, see or hear me on Monday. Until then, for Mr. Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya! <laughs>